Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. Every woman, this show is representing every woman. My name is Shug Burry, and you guys are listening to Him For Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. Thank you, Mr. John, for that rockin' song. Are you just dialing up all the women's shows you can? I got you tuned in now. I, I love it. I got you tuned in, Shug. I got your number. You know what I like and what I don't like. I think I do. And my Peloton friends out there who have a bike, I was first listening and pedaling, and this song came on, and I'm like, awesome for the show. And I just am so excited about what God has in store for us here today. It's kind of a reverse of roles. I have two women with me that not are only my friends, but they're also on my board of directors. Um, and so I have to mind my P's and Q's. I have Miss Linda Burns with me. Say hello, Linda. Hi. And I've got Reagan Kramer as well. Hi, Shug. I think I'm more excited for this show than any show I've ever been on. What's going to happen? Because we get to interview you. That's what's happening. We're turning the tables. We're going to interview. Now, this is not Stump the Host. This it's is not. not. Oh. This is not. Oops. This is an opportunity. What? What are we? What's our What's our goal for the end oh. of the show? Hmm. Our goal. I think, let me see, you're the teacher, and you told me we are going to raise money mm-hmm. for our ministry. That's our hope. Amen. That's our hope. Yep. Yes, because yep. we are. our ministry has grown so much. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't, uh, yeah. I mean, don't. Don't undial people. I mean, this is all about what is God doing yeah. in this ministry? Don't shut it off. What's the power God's doing? How is God using women? You know, uh, this is just a powerful ministry all around the United States now. So I want you guys to dial in, hang in there, see what this is all about. Let's share some funny stories about what God has done in each of our lives as women as well. Um, so I'm going to turn it over. I'm just going to sit here and I don't even know what you guys are going to ask. Let's run with it. So who is Suge Burry? Suge Burry is every woman. She yeah. is the thing I love about Shug and Linda would agree that she can relate to every woman that she runs into and she loves every woman whether in or out of the prison. Um Shug is an evangelist, founder and president of Him for Her Ministries. She's also a radio show host for Him for Her Radio that we're on right now, which is super exciting and God has opened doors in amazing ways through this show. Mm. Yes. But Shug has been in prison ministry for 16 years. And she's also been um, ministering to women for over 40 years. Unbelievable. Suge is married to Blair, who is just the sweetest, most lovable man. He completes man me. Yeah. In- Gentle, quiet. He's everything no. I'm not. We just love <laughs> He's Blair. He's kind, patient. <laughs> she has two kids, yes. Shelly. Shout out to Shelly. Hey, and Ben, who I absolutely love. Both of those sweet uh, kids of yours. And then... Talk about the cutest pups in the world, Buster mm-hmm. in blue. My pitbulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Suge is a good friend of mine, and Suge is what I call her. This is just sums it up right here. But she is 
uh, quite the um, hot mama from Minnesota who loves Jesus Christ and loves spreading the gospel. Mm. Amen. Hi, I like the hot mama part. Yeah, unforgettable. Sugar is unforgettable. She is unforgettable. I know. I've met people that have met her. <laughs> I know t- people that have met her twenty years ago, and they they nobody forgets her. Oh, yes, I know. Was God it my really did. Full personality. Uh, I think it was your beautiful smile. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I brushed yeah. my teeth before I came. A lot of energy coming out of that Thanks, mouth. Dear. John's like, thank God you brushed that's, your teeth before you came in, Shug. <laughs> okay. Well, Shug, um, you know, one of the things that you've shared with me is um, your life verse, mm-hmm. Isaiah 6, 8. Yes. Would you say it? Yes. My life verse is, here am I, Lord. Now, when I do this, I got my arms in the air. Here am I, Lord, send me. Simple, mm, easy amen. to memorize, you know. And how did that get to be my life verse? I was studying scripture at the time, and those simple words popped out. And if something pops out to you in the Bible, uh, a verse, you got to pay attention to it and think, is that my life verse? God, is that what you're trying to tell me? So I have prayed that over and over and over mm. all of the years. Wow, that's awesome. I was, you know, I was thinking of um, since I've known you, which has been Three, four years? No longer than that. Almost 10. No, no, no. Yes, I started in BSF. Well, I I, I left BSF after 20 years to go out and do prison ministry. Then I came back to Bible Study Fellowship to help them get into the prisons with BSF. I think it's been about 10 years because I've been out. They've been in there six years. That's how long I've known you. I've been out several years since then. Mm. Yeah. Let's do the math, people. I think it's 10. Okay, we'll just say I feels like twenty. I know. There we go. I tell you, Lord, um, Jesus but, help us. Yes. Uh, so, what I can, I just can't believe how God has worked and used you in this ministry since I've known you. That that was my point. Is it's like been horrendous to watch the pace of this. Horrendous. And that wouldn't be the word I would have used. Well, is that a it, good? It is. It's what do you think, Reagan? What do you think? Of horrendous. She means it's so fast. Yeah. I mean, it, incredible. It, incredible. It's not just yeah. fast. It's like so much and so powerful. You know, it powerful. seems like, it, like, wow. It seems like it's horrendous, I get too, worn but I live in it every I single know. day. I'm like, come on, let's keep this moving, God. Yeah. I That's know. why he's called you to uh, yeah. it. So, so how did it all start? <laughs> how did you surrender your life to Christ I love, anyway? I love you, too. You're so funny. Yeah. Uh, okay, so how did it happen? I was just a punk young mom, and I'm laying on the sofa with my daughter. She's only maybe two weeks old, two, three weeks old. And I'm looking at these tiny little fingers. Ladies, you know, those little fingernails, they look like paper when they're born. They're mm-hmm. so tiny and so small. Mm-hmm. And my little sweet pea is laying on the sofa. Um, I'm laying with her, and I just start mm-hmm. to pray, you know, Lord, help me with this. You know, I have no idea what I'm doing. Now, I was raised in a church. Shout out to mom and dad in California. Awesome parents. They brought me to church. But I was more concerned about what cute guy showed up, you know, from high school. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't even listen to That's the, normal. the pastor. But God got a hold of me after I gave birth to my daughter. And Okay, so imagine with me. I go to bed. I My husband's snoring Z's because I had a colicky daughter. We were up all night. And I just started to pray to God the most pathetic, stupid prayer you've ever heard. Honestly, Reagan and Linda, you just wouldn't. It was basically like, let's make a deal. Come on down. I mean, I, and so. <laughs> a game show. I, yeah, it was a game show. It's The Price is Right. And I said, Father, I said, if you keep her alive, because I was really worried she was going to die of SIDS. I had this obsession with it. If you keep her alive, I will bring her to church every Sunday. Now, when I speak this in, in Africa or the other women, they're all clapping. Yay, she's going to bring her to church. No, who am I? I'm trying to make a deal with the, the Almighty. No, that's not how it works. But what God saw was my heart. 
because I started to cry, not a crier, even though my daughter says I am. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I started to cry because God knew how desperate I was. Mm -hmm. And I loved her so much. I had no idea what I was doing. And I knew this was out of my wheelhouse. I had always been a, a... take charge kind of gal. And I was very successful in the corporate world as as well as very successful in the troublemaking world in my junior (laughs) years. But God grasped onto me at that moment. And this is what I heard. Now, people don't hear this normally when they invite Christ into their life. And that's what I was doing at this moment. But I didn't even know that in scripture that you were supposed to Mm. do that. God, the Holy Spirit was prompting me like he prompts all of us from time to time. And I said, If you keep her alive, I'll take her to church every Sunday. And what I heard next was amazing. I heard a voice so clear. Like, have you guys ever had oxygen in a hospital before? Mm -hmm. You know, it's just so clear going through. And I heard this voice. It felt like oxygen. Say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I remembered back in my Sunday school days, yes, Mom and Dad, I did grasp one thing. And that was that's what Christ said on the cross right before he died. Father, forgive them. For they know mm. not what they do. And then I heard a choir of angels singing. No kidding. Wow. And I think God gave me that beautiful wow. chorus because he knows I'm going to make her an evangelist. And she's going to tell people. And I have told yeah. people this story around the world. God is alive. He's living. He digs us out of that pit of hell and raises us up in him. And But all we got to do is be receptive and open. Amen. And honestly, I started going to church uh, you know, at that time, my husband and I were on different pages. We're on the same page now. But I would go to church alone, and I couldn't get enough of Scripture. Mm-hmm. Huh. I was hungry. I yeah. got done shaking the pastor's hand saying, can you tell me more? <laughs> you talk too short. He goes, that's the first time I've ever heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what God does. He gives. He not only calls uh. us, he, he, he expects us to receive him, invite him in, and then he gives us that passion and hunger. Wow, mm. that is so beautiful. So you completely yeah. surrendered it at that moment. No. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I it didn't. sounds like. It was a process. Okay. Yeah. At that moment, mm-hmm. I did. But it was a, what, a fancy word called sanctification, ladies, where mm-hmm. God has taken me through all of the years. He's still working on me on my surrender. Um, and it is a process. And it is a relationship. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it's the best one ever. Oh. It's rocking. I love it. How has the surrender process changed? Uh, well, that's a good question. Uh, Linda, the surrender process changed from a woman who thought she could do it all and be all successful and know it all and take the reins and go, go, go. Um, And instead now it's, especially in this ministry, even today I said this in the parking lot of the prison with another uh, mentor. I said, you know what? We're taking one step at a time. Yes. And that's that's Mm -hmm. my surrender. That's good. One day. One step. Yeah. Like second. One step at a time. I'm trusting in my Jesus because he's with me all the time. Yeah. Which Amen. is a really hard thing to learn and do. Well, look at how old I am. Look I know. at how long it's been. I know. I, I'm with you. <laughs> My daughter's 35, if that gives you any idea. So, you know, just God is working in us. Yeah. That's awesome. You're clearly a powerhouse for the gospel. I mean, if anyone's heard you. And, and ladies out there and men, if you are listening and, and you want to hear more of these podcasts and hear her share yeah. the gospel and what she's been doing around the um world with different topics on our show uh, it's just a great thing to listen to to get get you inspired and fire you up mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Shug, how, i mean how did you know with your specific personality and spiritual gifts what your calling would be to prison well i, I prison hello i'm like you know people that are in my age know jaja gabor my husband says as a joke jaja gabor is in the prison i mean so i'm probably the most unlikely sinner you would ever expect to be into prison so to answer that question, I've got to take it back. So you've steps. never actually been in prison. 
I should have been. You know, that's a good question. <laughs> so, to, Reagan, you had said if you want to hear more. Listen, you guys, I'll come to your churches. I'll come to your conferences. Amen, yeah. I'll come to your women's conferences. I just want to share what God is doing around the world. And it's not just prison. It's in women's lives, period, yes. mm-hmm. and yeah. men's mm-hmm. lives. Yeah. But to answer your question, I didn't know I was an evangelist. In Scripture, um, and I did a podcast. I did a radio show on this, and now podcast on iTunes called God, Why Did You Make Me This Way? God, why did you make me this mm. way? Because my yeah. whole life, I asked, I have such a loud personality. I've got such a loud voice. God, I'm bold and I'm passionate. I should have been born in New York City instead of the Midwest. You know, I just, I absolutely never could figure out why he made me this way until I discovered my spiritual gifts. Oh, awesome. And I used to think I was a teacher and a leader, but mm-hmm. instead God made me an evangelist and those yeah. are my supporting gifts. And how'd you oh. find that out? Because I went out and tried it. Okay. <laughs> I went out. You know, you, you don't know what you got until you give it, right? Yeah, until you yeah. try it. And, and it wasn't like, what, I'm going to go on the street corner and evangelize. I was invited to go and speak at these different events, and I would watch people come to Christ. Wow. I mean, there's some pastors who teach their whole life, and yeah. they never see anybody come wow. to Christ. And they've planted the seeds. But evangelist comes in, and they give people an opportunity to say yes to Christ, and the Holy Spirit, honestly, I don't even think I could count how many people I've seen raise their hand, come forward commit their lives to Christ just because I was available and said, will you say yes to Jesus after I shared the gospel with him? Right. And Shug, I think so many women feel like God is calling me to something like that. But I mean, that's scary. You're walking into a prison and you're going to lay it all out there. But it didn't start in prison. You know when Where it, did it started? Start? It started on that sofa the day I had uh, went to bed uh, and, and looked at my daughter and knew I had nothing to do with creating her. That God did. And that's where it started. He trained me in the different seasons of my life. It was a gradual process. I'm a slow learner. Mm-hmm. Um, I got as much of his word as I could in theology and study, and um, I ate it up. I just couldn't get enough. Um, and then what he does is scripture tells us that when he gives you little and you do, do well with it, he will yeah. give you more. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I've seen my whole life. Little bits, little bits, more bits, more bits. And now he's, I'm at the place, I'm like, I'm going to fall off the cliff, Lord, if you don't pick me up on this. And, <laughs> and I do take that step of faith. And he does continue mm-hmm. to lift me up yeah. in mm-hmm. faith yeah. in this uh, ministry. I think that's one of the blessings of we talked about the process of surrendering. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things you learn is to surrender quickly mm-hmm. because God is going to do something great. Yeah. And you step into faith much quicker mm-hmm. as time goes on. And, you know. That's I love that step into faith versus falling on your face. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have fallen on Just my skin face your nose. more times than I can say. When you, oh, I can do this, I got it. And then you step out, smash, you know, oh. you're better off. If you guys are listening, this is Sugbury, him for her radio. Oh, my gosh, this is, I, I love this, like a, a we're just having a coffee party yeah. here. This is so cool. I am with my friends and board members, Linda Burns and Reagan Kramer. John is back in the booth mm. producing us and keeping us on time. Um, and this is the roles are reversing. They are interviewing yeah. me. I mean, you poor people that are listening. It's really hard because you like to talk. <laughs> and you like to be in charge. I got to fight when I'm going to be in charge. And you're not, Linda. And I'm not. I'm and not. you're not. My, my chairman of the board, <laughs> I doubt that. Yeah. Oh, okay, so let's go. Let's ask another question more personal. Oh, let's get in. Okay, let's, get, talk? let's get down and dirty here. <laughs> Can we talk? Yeah. Can we talk? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how has, you know, your walk with Christ I was going to say ministry, the prison ministry, but it's not just that. It's your walk with Christ. How has it affected your marriage and your kids? 
Blair, turn off the radio. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my husband's name is Blair. Uh, Shelly and Ben are my kids. Let's say good, you know, like the positive and... Yeah. There's and no negative. there's any challenges. I'm not, oh, that's a good word. Challenge. Challenge. Um, we did a couple of podcasts. You guys got to listen to them. The radio shows with yeah. Kelvis, How to Keep Your Marriage Hot. That was like one of the biggest hits we had. That was so much fun. Uh, What's Wrong With You, The Male and Female Brain. We've done that one with the Kelvis as well. And I have learned so much, not only in scripture as to my position in my marriage, mm. Um, and, and we just did one. Can submission be sexy? Yeah, you guys tune into that. So I don't want to give it all away because I've talked about my marriage and those um, podcasts and those radio shows. But what I want you to know is that my way was the highway mm. and God's way is the only way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I just made it up now. I like that. Oh, I was just going to say. Do you want to write it down? <laughs> I do. Can you quote me later? John's going to have yes. that up in his office when yes. we're done here. That was yes. good. I, I love, love that. Very good. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so, Shug, when and how was it clear that God was going to use the radio? I mean, because you haven't been doing the radio for that long, but it's really exploded. I've heard you preach in prison. I've heard you preach at Mops. I've heard you preach many places, and that's definitely your calling. Mm-hmm. But how did this happen? Well, you know, once I realized I was an evangelist, which was a long time ago, um, it was my calling and my personality. I mean, it just fit perfect. And it was like, ha. Ah, I felt like I was flying. When you use your spiritual gift, you feel like you're flying. And for me, when I can share the gospel and the love of Jesus Christ, it doesn't matter what medium it's in. doesn't mean it mm. matter how it's delivered. I always have felt that um, prison ministry was my calling, always. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After, he, and we can talk about that in a bit. But what it really is, is that I'm an evangelist sharing the gospel in Jesus Christ. And if God decides to use it through radio, that actually fulfills our mission statement. Mm-hmm. And our yeah. mission statement for him, for her ministries is to go out and reach the darkest corners of the world with the gospel of Christ. And I got to say, Gary Borgendale here with KKMS 980 AM, the mission called me several times and I turned him down. I did. John, do you find yeah. that hard to believe? Yeah. <laughs> you did? We had to yeah. tell her. He said, here's a microphone. Run with it. I'm like, nah. <laughs> what were you thinking, Shug? I don't want that microphone. What were you thinking? Yeah. Well, I wasn't. And so God kept me up all night and I prayed yeah. and I just thought, oh, this makes perfect sense. You know, when you ask God and you pray your life verse, here my Lord, send me, keep open. Yeah. I would have never guessed radio. Yeah. And yeah. Gary somehow, you know, I don't know who paid Gary off to call me. I don't know if anybody, <laughs> maybe it was the Holy Spirit. But for some reason, he called and said, I think this is a good fit for you. And do it on women's hot topics. Or he didn't say that. I came up with hot topics. Yeah. He said a women's show. And I said, uh, and then he said, you can make it any show you want. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. Uh-oh. Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they have that disclaimer before you hear this. But um, what God's really showed me is that there are women in prison and there are women out of prison mm-hmm. and still prisoners. Amen. And yeah. don't yes. we just need to be yeah. rela- released yep. in Christ? Yes. Yeah. He came we so do. we could be set free. Yeah. So I'm actually having a blast on the radio. I'm just having too much fun. We got a lineup, by the way, ladies. We have a lineup of people coming on that is just going to blow your socks mm. off. So stay tuned. Subscribe. Go to iTunes. Listen live. We're in multiple cities now across the United States. Hallelujah. Yeah. And so look it up. If we're not in your uh, uh, city then I want you guys to call your radio station and have them contact us. Yeah. So, Shug, yeah. take us back to that day. You're in your car. You told me this story many times. And what did God say to you when you were like, you oh, really yeah. want me to go into the prison? Okay. Seriously. Good question. Good question. Well, I've, I drive a little stick shift. Um, and the reason I'm going to say that you'll understand in a little bit. Um, I, 
was in ministry where I was teaching and leading other leaders on how to coach their teams in Christ, right? So I'm working with all the leaders um, of our church. And so um, I was invited to go into this prison and kind of just watch the team and coach them and see what ways we can make it even better. Um, And so I put together a message to preach because I was already sharing the gospel. Mm -hmm. And I went in to Kinko's to make copies for all the women in prison that were coming. And now um, I was, it takes a lot. I've got a thick skin and a soft heart, but it takes a lot to make me nervous. And especially when I get a chance to share the gospel, I get super pumped. But I'm driving to Kinko's and all of a sudden I'm realizing, oh my gosh, I'm going into prison. Why me? Prison. It's not going to be a good fit. (laughs) Ladies, I was a major troublemaker. Good thing I just never got caught. I get to go in the front door right now. But God has used my whole entire past. And so I was driving the stick shift and I'm grumbling to God. Why prison? Why now? Why did I talk myself into this? What's happening? And I literally felt the hand of God come through my car in a very disciplinary manner. Mm-hmm. I have created you for a time such as this. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't, I was shaking so bad, I couldn't push in my clutch on my car to pull oh. over to the side of the road. And I got over to the side of the road and I saw my whole life flash before my eyes. Like literally, you hear people say that before mm-hmm. they die. My whole life, my troublemaking years, my rebellion, uh, my drug use, and all the things that I had done, you know, mom. If this is new to you, just shut off the radio. And then, by the way, all the things that had happened, you know, raising my kids. And then we had two children move in with us um, through the system that we were able to parent for a short while. And then the ministry and, and just everywhere God had taken me. And I still was scared, but I felt this peace. Well, I was really scared because I felt the hand of God. But I walked in the door of that prison that night. Oh. <sighs> awesome. The Holy Spirit came with me. Yeah. And I spoke to 20 women. That's what we had at the time in prison. Wow. A boom box. And I uh-huh. watched my notes go through my head like a Rolodex the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's just amazing what God is doing in and through me in the prison system. Now we do two back-to-back services. We over, right. have over 200 people attend. I speak in prisons around the world, not only in the United States. But God is always working on our hearts to open up a whole new avenue. We just baptized 84 women Amen. Saturday Amen night in prison. Well. I mean, full immersion. I'm surprised I'm even standing up still today. But Amazing. we've got about two minutes left, ladies. I'm going to give you an opportunity to just mm. stump the host. What do you want to ask? Well, if you could give um, women, any woman out there listening, advice so that they would have the courage to step out and step into faith with the Lord to, mm-hmm. you know, to um, just feel God's presence and do his work, what, could, what, would it, what would the advice be? My advice would be stay awake. You know, yeah. I, I hate to be so blunt about this. You know, stay awake. Get in the Word. Get God. Get a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, reach out to a church. Get a Bible. Uh, they'll donate one to you. Get in God's Word. You know, I had invited Christ in my life before I knew him. Mm-hmm. I knew him a little bit. Yeah. But it was when I opened up his word and studied that I fell in love with yeah. him. Then he's going to open the floodgates of blessing in your life, and he's going to show you why he made you the way he did. Mm-hmm. That's a great answer. I love it. Thanks, Shug. His word I is I love being around you. You're so, so encouraging and so fired up for the Lord. I'll pay you later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. We have time for one more. Okay, yeah. so uh, what has been the biggest thrill of your ministry, Shug. Okay, well, the biggest thrill for me in ministry is how God's always surprising me. Oh, yeah. Always surprising. Like every step of the way, just, you know, a whole bunch of stuff even happened today. And I'm like, why am I surprised? Every time God blesses this ministry. 
But the greatest joy is to watch people cross mm, over yes. from death to life, to watch the most hardened people inside and outside of prison, ladies. I've seen men, women, everybody cross over. Why? Because I just shared the love of Jesus Christ, and God did all the work. What's mm. it look like visually? Oh, you, you see this darkness in them right mm-hmm. before they're saved or before they... And they got to be open. They got There's free will going on here. Yeah. But with that, I'm going to close the show. Thank you, Linda and Reagan. I'd do this so again fun. anytime. Too much fun. Ladies, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, would right now be the moment. And I promise you, it doesn't matter how that prayer looks. You just reach out, you be earnest and honest, and the Holy Spirit will come in you. And you will have the greatest joy ride ever. This is Shug Burry, him for her radio. I love you, ladies, over and out. <laughs>